to trigger UBIT. Hey everyone, Adam Bergman here, tax attorney and founder of Irie Financial. On today's AdBits, three ways that you can trigger UBIT in a self-directed IRA. So I probably have done this topic a bunch of, I almost could swear I've, I've written a few blogs, maybe even a Forbes article on this and done a bunch of videos, but I've been asked directly by a good friend and client to, hey, Adam, can you do an ad bit on UBIT? And just keep it simple, like five minutes and just explain to me everything I need to know about UBIT. It's like, you know what? Let's do it. It's, it's actually super easy. So five, six minutes, you listen, watch this podcast, you're good. Good to go. You're not going to need to know more. I'm going to tell you everything you need to know about UBIT in a nutshell in the next five or so minutes. So let's get started. Start with background. The unrelated business income tax rules or UBIT, UBTI, whatever you want to call them, the whole intent of these rules, and they were designed to stop businesses like McDonald's from setting up charities and then running their business for charity and never paying tax ever again. So the UBIT rules, which are found in 512, 513, 514 of the tax code, are really designed to deal with charities and address tax exempts like the Red Cross. IRAs created in 1974 and 401ks are 501 trusts. They are taxed like charities. They're tax exempt. Charities are 501Cs or 501C3s, for example, and IRAs, 501As, okay? But they're still tax exempt. So that means that the unrelated business taxable income rules that were designed to apply to charities, unfortunately, apply to IRAs and 401Ks. Now, the scope behind the rules are essentially this. The IRS is saying that, hey, if you're a charity and you're earning income that's, ex that's not related to your exempt purpose, i.e. if you're a hospital and you're selling flowers or, or uh, magazines or, or chocolate bars, that's probably not aligned to your exempt purpose of saving lives. And thus, we're going to treat you as a business and tax you. And that's what they do. Um, and the same goes with IRAs. The only difference is IRAs don't really have an exempt purpose, right? Their purpose is to grow uh, and, and save for retirement, right? So they don't have a charitable exempt purpose. So in the IRA world or 401k world, essentially, if you are engaged in activities that generate passive income, like capital gains, interest, rental income, royalties, dividends, you're not going to pay UBIT. And that world covers 95% of all retirement investments. So that's why you probably are not aware of UBIT or UBTI, and that's okay. If you're just buying stocks, mutual funds, ETFs, you're never going to deal with UBIT. Okay, never. So you can kind of just close this podcast and move on. But if you're considering doing alternative assets like real estate or private placements or private businesses or investment funds, hedge funds, private equity funds, uh, you probably want to spend a few more minutes with me because I, I may uh, save you some money down the road. So remember, in the IRA 401k world, if you're generating capital gains, interest, dividends, royalties, rental income, you're good to go right? Those are passive activities. But if you engage in these three activities, that's it, just three, you could trigger UBIT. The first is if you buy stock on margin, which doesn't really happen that much in self-directed IRAs, because in many cases, you have to personally guarantee the loan, and that can trigger a prohibited transaction. So margin investing is generally not very common in IRA world. But if you do it, you can trigger UBIT, meaning if you have 100K and you borrow 100K from your broker to buy more stock, 
50% of the gains associated with your stock would be subject to the UBIT tax because of that 50-50 debt to equity ratio, right? 50, uh, 100,000 equity, 100,000 debt, 50-50. In 2022, the highest UBIT tax rate is 37%. And you hit that threshold at a very low number, approximately you know, 25,000 or so. So it's a real tax, it's 37%. It's much higher than capital gains. It's the trust tax rates. And in the IRA and 401k world, you're used to not paying tax. So having to pay 37% tax on an activity that may not be subject to tax because of deferral is not a very good and tax advantage um, solution. So again, first, margin and buy stock. Two, you invest in an active trader business that's operated through a pass-through entity in an IRA or 401k. So if your IRA invests in Apple or Tesla or Netflix, those are corporations. 99.9% .9 of all publicly traded companies are corps. Think of it as a corp as a big box. There's already a corporate level tax, which is now 21%. So there's no reason to slap on an additional UBIT tax because that income is already subject to the corporate level tax. But if you invest in a business through an LLC or other pass-through entity like a partnership, and there's more than $1,000 of net income that's allocated to your IRA, you could get hit with UBIT and you probably will get hit with UBIT. Now, that means if you invest in a restaurant, bar, store, hotel, manufacturing company, consulting company, and they're operated through an LLC, not a C-Corp, an LLC. And think of it as an LLC like a funnel. There's no entity level tax, right? All the income flows through the members and the members pay tax. IRAs don't pay tax, but if the LLC, for example, is engaged in an active business, not passive, not just generating rental income or selling stock or selling cryptos or selling gold or getting dividends or getting rental income, that's good. But if that LLC is in the active trader business, say it's a store or a bar, and you are allocated more than $1,000 of income as an IRA owner, you're, that income will be subject to the UBIT tax, which you file on a 990T April 15th. And your IRA pays the tax, not you. So that's number two. Your IRA or 401k invests in an active trader business operated through a pass-through entity. Remember, just to be clear, if you invest in publicly traded companies or mutual funds or ETFs, don't worry. They're all corpse and you're not going to have to deal with UBIT. Third and final way to trigger UBIT. If your IRA uses a non-recourse loan to buy real estate. I said only IRA because there's an exemption under 514C9 for 401ks who use leverage to acquire real estate. Not, the loan has to be non-recourse in both cases, but if you do it with a 401k, you can get exempted from UBIT under 514C9. If you do it in an IRA, you're going to generally be hit with UBIT if you have more than $1,000 in net income. For example, you put down 200 grand, you borrow 200 grand. That's a debt to equity ratio of 50-50. And let's say there's $20,000 of net rental income after depreciation, after mortgage interest, after expenses, um, things like that. And it's $20,000 net, net, net. 50% of that or 10,000 would be subject to the UBIT tax. Why 50%? Because that's the debt to equity ratio. Remember, you put down 200K equity and you borrow 200K. That's 50-50. You would then, your IRA would then report that on the 990T and use IRA funds to pay um, the UBIT tax. So again, just to recap, that's it. That is UBIT in a nutshell. People kind of get intimidated. I have people on my team. They're like, Adam, can you talk to me about UBIT again? I'm confused. It's just like, hey, it's simple. Just remember the intent. They just want to make sure... And they're basically saying if your IRA is or 401k is acting like a business and not an investment, we're going to tax it like a business. And their thought is that if you use leverage or you invest in an active trader business, 
Don't ask me why. Through a pass-through entity or use margin by stock, that looks more like a business than an investor. I disagree. I don't think UBIT should apply to IRAs, but I'm not a member of the Ways and Means Committee or the Senate Finance Committee. I don't make the rules. It should apply to charities. They have exempt purposes. IRAs do not have exempt purposes. There's no reason UBIT applies, but I got bigger fights to fight. Um, I'm not sure I'm going to make much headway on that. But again, just to recap, remember these three things. UBIT only gets triggered. Use margin by stock, non-recourse loan by real estate in the IRA world, exemption for 401k. Thirdly, invest in an active trader business through an LLC or partnership or other pass-through, not a corp. C-corps block it. Okay, that's it. Those are the only times you're going to trigger UBIT. That's it. Otherwise, you don't have to worry about UBIT. You can then focus on self-directed investing, enjoy it, have fun with it, and don't get stressed out. So that's it. Did I lie? No. In like five, six minutes, you're good to go. That is UBIT. Margin of buy stock, non-recourse loan to buy real estate, invest in an active trader business through an LLC or other pass-through. Those are the only three instances you will trigger UBIT. Otherwise, if you're generating interest, dividends, royalties, rental income, uh, capital gains, no UBIT. You're good to go. So there you go. I hope you now understand UBIT. And if you don't, let us know. You can email me, info at Financial. You can hit us up on social media, ask questions. We, I do a weekly podcast called Ad Mail, which drops every Thursday. If you have a UBIT question, send an email into info at Financial. Just subject it, uh, Ad Mail, and just ask it. I'll get to it. I promise. I got a really good queue of questions, but um, I will eventually get to it. And uh, there are no dumb questions. Um, if you have one, there's probably 10 people behind you that have the same one. So send it in and uh, I will get to it. I promise. Otherwise, um, hope you guys enjoyed today's ad bits. Uh, I did. Really good episode. Uh, thanks to the clients that um, kind of forced my hand to do this. Uh, you know who you are. Uh, I'm doing it. If you ask me, I will do. I promise. I've been married almost 16 years, I'm good at listening and following directions. So um, if you have things you want me to talk about, let me know and I will get to them. Otherwise, have a great day and um, see everyone again next Tuesday um, for the next episode of AdBits. Take care and have a great day.